0: everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Tonight's episode is called Secrets from the Grave. And it is one of the first new ones we have had in the time of coronavirus.
1: It is new. We have confirmed new.
0: Oh yeah, it's definitely new.
1: They are social distant, correct? They are definitely not near each other.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one of the ones that they have been shooting recently. Also, could be why it's a one hour and could be why there's extreme players in this case that are never interviewed. And I have many questions.
1: Yeah, they also use, uh, I usually don't notice this, but I noticed that they were using a very similar kind of B-roll over and over. Did you notice that? And similar pictures for one of the main people again and again and again. And that happens more.
0: That happens a lot on Taylor.
1: But the combo doesn't always happen where we're getting... Driving streets, overhead shots, like uh, drone shots, a lot of them, more than just one.
0: Did we get any B-roll of the cop driving? Yes,
1: we got B-roll of every single person.
0: Oh, so they did put a camera guy in a car with the cop. I think he's in the
1: backseat. We got one of the woman. I'm not gonna say her name yet. And then we got, I believe we also got the other officer of a different department.
0: I don't want to give it away yet. Okay. B-roll. Interesting. Yeah. I would think no B-roll or just outside B-roll.
1: I think it also could be they were not... I don't believe they were speaking in the car. I think we might be looking at a camera set up in the car and they're driving and then they come back around. I don't think there's an actual person in the car.
0: Interesting. Fascinating. Making it work.
1: I would like some inside information with the camera crew for Dateline. Josh, hook us up.
0: Oh, he with, yeah.
1: Would he? Oh, yeah. Okay, because I'd like to talk to Jenny or Tony or... Whoever.
0: Those are the camera crew people?
1: Yeah, maybe Jeannie, not Jenny, Jeannie. Jeannie, yeah. Tony, little... Jeannie
0: is great because it is mostly a male-based field from what I've experienced. So Jeannie has broken a lot of barriers and I'm proud of her.
1: I am going to say also any female camera op I've ever worked with has been stellar. Excellent. Unbelievably good.
0: You know what? They've had to be.
1: No, average camera ops and then big tony and little tony there's two tonys <laughs> they film mostly in newark so i mean new jersey that's why
0: <laughs> so this episode aired on 918 i usually say september i don't know why i said 9 september 18th. okay 2020 the worst year of our lord and i believe season 28 episode 35 unsure i believe next week is the official season premiere okay I think.
1: Is this like a pre... It's a taster? It's an amuse-bouche? Yeah, maybe.
0: It is hosted by Mankowitz. We've missed him so much. So much. Considering how much we love him and the fact that I don't pick more of his repeats when we do our Patreon episodes or when we do a repeat is only because he seems to get the saddest episodes ever. So some of my favorite datelines are his, but they're just too sad for us to cover. But they're so good.
1: I cannot emphasize enough how... Mustache, we've missed him. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Obviously, I'm bringing it up early. I'm jumping the gun.
0: You're jumping the mustache.
1: Because I'm assuming you're going to talk about it.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: It's a focal point of the episode, everybody.
0: Yeah. So we open on Graveyard B-Roll. Yes. I was shocked by how it made me notice how little we see Graveside B-Roll, considering the topic of Dateline is murder.
1: We see it at the end. Sometimes, no, uh, often. With we a see family it at the end. visiting. Rarely, yes. the, I don't think this is my first time. Rarely the just
0: panning shots of graves with no family putting flowers down.
1: It was noticeable enough that I wrote down graveyard, mm-hmm. exclamation mm-hmm. Point. And then also great opening Joshie's back secrets. It was a pretty good open, right?
0: It was good. Yeah. He says that some here, meaning the graveyard, are merely waiting for someone to take interest. That was so sad to me. And then he said, the dead are extremely patient. It was
1: real good.
0: It was real good. It also made me picture a bunch of skeletons sitting around playing cards and twiddling their thumbs.
1: Are they singing them bones, them bones, them dry bones? (laughs) Maybe. We are the skeleton crew. Nope, not. They're not doing that.
0: Who got that? Let me know. Where are people at? So,
1: what has Katie been re watching?
0: <laughs> that's how we that's how we know. It's whatever we've been binge watching. How
1: far is Katie in the series that she's re watching if that's fresh in her head? What se- season is
0: she on? <laughs> she's on the Gabe season. <laughs> My favorite. No one else likes Gabe, but
1: me. he's okay. He's okay. I'm giving him more points this next time around.
0: So, we are in Ohio. No, Ohio. Did it? Oh, what? Did you great? Ohio. Ohio, mm-hmm. 2009, a 16-year-old girl calls 911 about a house fire at night, and then she's never heard from again. No. Now, she actually does not go missing or is murdered. Dateline never just talks about her or her family for the entire rest of the episode. Her mom never talks about it. Her brother doesn't exist.
1: This is part of my segment at the end that I'm adding to now almost every episode called Where Are the Children? Where Are the Children? Yeah. She's in it. She made the list.
0: Okay. So the dad takes over the call Yeah. and the whole Dateline episode. And he says, everyone got out okay of the fire. He has a wife and two kids. His name is Scott Perk. He says he heard a loud explosion. And the 911 officer is like, oh, you did? Like how I sound when my mom tells me that a neighbor's son that I've never met got into college. <laughs>
1: oh, he did? He got into Cal State Fullerton. Oh, he did? Oh, he did? He graduated? Wait, what?
0: Great. Never met him. Don't know him.
1: When did he stop selling weed? Okay, wait a minute. Quick question. (laughs) I did not hear her say it like that. Did she really?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you did?
1: She must hear so many things.
0: So someone poured gasoline all over the house. So this is an obvious arson not even cloaking it.
1: There was natural gas and actual liquid gas.
0: I believe so. Yes. That's what I wrote down anyways, but I was watching the episode quite kind of quickly. I was watching it with my parents and trying to get them not to talk. And then normally I would go back and watch it again, but I chose not to this time. So we're going to see how accurate I am. It's going to be like a fun little game. So
1: gasoline is a question mark?
0: Gasoline question mark, but I'm pretty sure Because of something that happens later.
1: Okay, but I know for sure the natural gas was out, which is way scarier because that doesn't just affect the thing that's on fire. The house next door, if somebody, like if a spark went over, you could light like a block of houses on fire with natural gas like that. Mm. That's why like kitchens, like boom, that's natural gas fire. That's scary.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, The detectives go and they ask Scott, who are your enemies? Now, perhaps it was the warm car on such a cold night, Meg says, but Scott Perk was feeling chatty.
1: Are we going to discuss Ken Mifflin? Not to be confused with Dunder
0: Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin was great. He is our pa. Did we not like him?
1: No, he is very toned down. He's very William Hurt. You know, when William Hurt doesn't show a lot of emotion, that's what a a little bit how Ken Mifflin was to me.
0: You know why he does that? Why? Because he's Hurt.
1: Do you need to take a nap?
0: <laughs> he doesn't have to show emotion because his name is his emotion.
1: <sighs> do you have any alcohol there? No. Do I have any alcohol? I'm gonna a w I'm gonna need that's some okay. alcohol. We're gonna have to take a break.
0: It's because I'm spending too much time with my parents this week. My dad's my dad jokes rubbing off on me.
1: You are. I. Yeah. Wow. That's even worse than something I would do. So mm-hmm. anyways, Ken Mifflin, when this was one of my favorite quotes, when Josh says, maybe it was the warm car or the warm manner of the detective. Would you describe Dunderm- K- Ken Dunder Mifflin as warm?
0: No, but someone said that he seemed infatuated with Mink. I don't think they're in the same room, y'all. Oh, no, maybe it was the prosecutor they thought was infatuated by May.
1: Oh, I loved her. Okay, that'd be great. Oh, no, it's not. Mink's married. Sorry, Josh. No, I liked her, though. She was kind of sprightful, like spunky blonde
0: sprite spriteful
1: yeah she had pink cheeks sorry pink cheeks makes me think of fairies so that's where i got so
0: what i thought gender mifflin was fine i had no thoughts i didn't even write down his name
1: oh okay he affected me more than you but you were watching under duress (laughs) 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 okay anyways
0: so scott tells them a lot of things Scott is like the worst person to get stuck talking to at a party.
1: He's a classic overshare.
0: Yeah. You can't even go to the bathroom. No.
1: But you'd be backing up doing the slow backup and he'd just be moving right with you in with step. You.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did I tell you I'm allergic to grapes, but not raisins? Isn't that fascinating?
1: The doctor told me that it's a very rare form, something called raisonophyte. And it's <laughs> something in the decay of the grape. At some point in the fermentation process, the allergy just stops. It's like a miracle. It just stops, And then on and so on.
0: Speaking of medical things, do you want to see my rash? The dermatologist has no idea what it is.
1: And strangely enough, it's not related to my grape allergy. (laughs) They don't coincide together. They're two completely different things. Hadn't had grapes in three years. All of a sudden, wake up with a rash covering my entire left arm. (laughs)
0: Do you want some more soda? My wife is cheating on me. (laughs) Like, don't stand next to Scott Burke. No. So he tells them he had lost his job recently and his marriage was interesting. Earlier in the night, his wife and he were apart because they are swingers. Mark it off your bingo cards. Swingers is not on my bingo cards, tragically enough. It's not on the extreme cards? I don't think it's on the extreme cards either love triangle is. That needs to get fixed. Yeah. Swingers needs to be at it. Wolfpack. I'm circling it. So they are swingers. And earlier in the night, she was on a date with their son's martial arts instructor.
1: That confused me. And I got real scared that that kid was like 18 years old. Like my son's martial art instructor, like
0: sounds to you like a high school senior.
1: Sounded to me like a very young gentleman. Yeah.
0: Right. It's possible. I hope he's over overage.
1: Uh, but his wife's name is Tammy. And then I started to think about Tammy from Parks and Rec. And it made me... Yeah, giggle. which
0: Tammy was she?
1: <gasps> no, she's Karen from Will and Grace. Megan Mullally.
0: There's a few Tammies
1: though. But she's that Tammy specifically. She's that Tammy. Yeah, she's not the scary blonde Tammy. She's the librarian Tammy, not the Tammy that like comes in and sucks your soul out. And it's like, sit down, wash your hands. That one. Yes, she's not that one. She scared one. me.
0: So... The, but I did want to point out that between the episode we did, The Good Husband, mm-hmm. where the dentist wooed his best friend's wife at the their son's karate class. Oh, yeah. If you are looking for action in a small town, sign your child up for martial arts because it's like the place to find a lover in this class for children yeah, is a hotbed of sexual activity. Taequann
1: doing it. <laughs> ah, Come, take your clothes off. <laughs> I could probably do more.
0: Do you want to do you could have do one more? If you Jiu-Jitsu
1: want. super sex. <laughs> oh, I could do better. I'll think about it. Okay. OK, press on.
0: So Scott tells the police that his wife brought him some leftovers from her date. Which Mank finds the funniest thing and I find the funniest thing. And he says, what is she's like, here's my orange chicken that me and this other guy didn't finish. Do you want it?
1: God bless you, Mank. That's what everyone's thinking. And you said it out loud. (laughs) They must be in a real open relationship for him to eat it. He just doesn't care. I feel like I'd be real grossed out by the Taekwondo's.
0: Or he's just real okay with it. That's what I mean. Or he just really likes orange chicken. Sometimes you just gotta eat Chinese food if it's there. I'll eat it even if my mortal enemy spat on it. Maybe.
1: Can you think of any other time in Dateline history that there's been an open marriage that doesn't pertain to the plot of the case that we're dealing with here? That's That's all. That's how weird
0: this case is. It's like a side note that is never mentioned again.
1: Neither is Tammy.
0: Neither is Tammy, his current swinging wife. This is
1: the last we hear of Tammy. Or the Taekwondo instructor. Why
0: aren't you on the dateline? I understand there's a pandemic. I'm sorry. Tammy
1: does not want to be on the dateline.
0: Yeah, I guess not. No. Then why isn't Scott on the dateline? He didn't want to be on the, I guess they can't, I can't say why, but I don't, maybe don't think they can get Scott right now. Yeah, I don't think so. So this pandemic is really affecting us all. Maybe possibly us the most. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
1: Do you want to retract that real quick and apologize to the general public? I meant it's a
0: joke. She didn't mean it. I hey, know I was kidding. So Do they? Because they
1: think you don't read. So we better be <laughs> clear.
0: So Scott, he won't stop talking. He's answering questions that are not being asked of him by the police.
1: I don't know anyone like that.
0: Okay. As the house is literally burning to the ground, he's telling them he's heavily in debt. And he had even recently figured out that if his house burned down, he would get enough insurance money to get out of debt. No. You don't, if your house is burning down as we speak, do not mention the word insurance to the police at all. No. It's like mentioning life insurance when your wife is being driven to the hospital. It's like being in the ambulance with your wife and mention that she has life insurance. Honey, did you re-up your Allstate? Honey, yeah. honey,
1: <laughs> Aflac. Okay, <laughs> is that what that's for? <laughs> Sorry, those commercials were on all the time. Here's the thing I found weird about the insurance is that he had figured out that after the house burned down, he wouldn't be completely out of debt. He would still owe $70,000 to which I said, oh, so you are in an insane amount of debt. If you still owe 70 grand after- is ha- he have a gambler?
0: He needs to burn his neighbor's house down too and get that insurance. Yeah. Because this is too much. And the car. Yeah,
1: he should have done the car with it. Why didn't he do the car?
0: Weird that we don't find out why he's in so much debt. We know he just lost his job. We don't really know what that job is.
1: Taekwondo instructor.
0: He wishes.
1: Get blackjack table. Professional blackjack.
0: The mustache leads me to believe... He's a pilot from the 60s. <laughs> He's a
1: time-traveling pilot. Nailed it.
0: So he even videotaped his house recently, like everything in it, in case there was a fire. But this is very recently. And that my dad loudly says, you're supposed to do that. And then I missed whatever happened next because I was too busy shushing him. The point is not that he did it, because I think every good homeowner is supposed to do that, Dad, but the fact that he did it extremely recently. It's like if someone ups their life insurance policy on their spouse the day before they drink bleach, then that's questionable. Do you have fire insurance at your apartment? Uh, Sure. I don't know if I currently have renter's insurance, but I know I'm supposed to.
1: I definitely don't.
0: But I own nothing of value. Right. So... Here's the best part. If you thought Scott was being obvious before this about it being arson, you haven't seen anything yet. The family's van is packed up, filled with stuff, but not because they are planning to burn their house down, but because they were going on vacation. So it's filled with sunscreen and beach towels and skis. And I don't know where they're going, but no, it's not. It's filled to the brim with old photo albums and recipe books with family recipes written in them. And the police say he has no explanation why. Here's an explanation. I think of this in two seconds. We're going to visit my grandma. She's on her deathbed. She wants to look at old photos and she wants to cook her famous baba ganoush.
1: 100%.
0: There's your answer. He couldn't think of that. It's like he's trying to get caught.
1: Why can't they arrest him on the spot after he doesn't have a reason for that? That's not evidence. That feels like evidence.
0: Put the car around the block or something.
1: Was the family interviewed? Was Tammy interviewed? Were the children interviewed? Were they
0: in on it and wondering why is our car filled with all of our precious memorabilia that will never be able to be replaced? right when our house goes on fire.
1: They are 100% in on it from what happens
0: next. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So the detective hears something on the phone call, on the 911 call. Perk Scott, I like calling him Perk, can be heard whispering, oh God, you forgot the ferret. So, oh God, first of all, I can't, it's 2020. I cannot take a dead ferret right now at this point in 2020 her can go straight to heck. But is he saying that to the daughter or is he saying it to himself? Does the daughter hear him? Do they know what's going on?
1: We don't know. Dateline says specifically, you can hear him whispering over the daughter. He's talking to the daughter as she's on 911 right here in her ear. No,
0: I think they mean over as the daughter's talking to 911 and you can hear his voice over the daughter talking to himself. Or is he telling her you forgot the ferret? Yes. Like she forgot the ferret. Yes. I mean, that could technically mean you forgot the ferret as we were evacuating our innocent, totally natural house fire.
1: I thought he said we, number one. And I thought that he was speaking with Tammy or someone nearby the daughter. They're standing in a huddle because it's cold. And he whispers oh my God, we forgot the ferret. How do you say that sentence is, oh my God, we forgot the ferret? Right, you don't whisper it. He's whispering it and totally just like, darn it. That's the tone of voice. It's like, dang forgot it. forgot the
0: ferret. Dang it.
1: I forgot, you know, I forgot my dumbbells. No, it's like, you forgot a this live was animal. The plan
0: and I messed up the plan.
1: Tammy, because you had to have orange chicken with Sergio. <laughs> Mad about it.
0: I don't under... I'm really sad about the ferret. Yeah, it's okay. So am I. Okay. So they... The police obviously think he's an arsonist. He he is. Duh. What gave it away? Thank you. So then he adds a tantalizing detail to his life story. Because the swinging, the insurance, the leftovers, the orange chicken wasn't enough. Also, does the family get to sit in the warm car? Do they divide up the family? And if you're the cop listening to this story, are you like... Stitch the daughter and the wife and the son. you got to get in the car and hear what's happening here.
1: Yeah, like, that's true.
0: You're like texting your partner, like, Jim, you got to get over here. <laughs> He's talking about orange chicken and it's nuts. So apparently Scott's wife in 1985, his first wife before Tammy, her name is Meg. She committed suicide when she was pregnant. Nine months pregnant. Nine months pregnant. So how does this come up in the conversation? I think it was like, gosh, I keep having tragic things happen. My wife committed suicide when she was nine months pregnant.
1: That's 100% what happened. He was like, can you believe this isn't even the worst thing? He's trying to get pity from the cop. He's not very good. He thinks He's one of those people that thinks they understand human emotion. He's like, oh, I'm going to get him by giving him my sob story. So they're going to think that I'm just the unlucky guy.
0: But I think he's also thinks he's way smarter than he is. Yes. And so he keeps almost like daring them to catch him. And it kind of almost works like for a really long time.
1: No, not really. They just, this is a frustrating case because it seems very cut and dry, but... No, ma'am.
0: But it's all circumstantial, kind of. Well, so are a lot of cases, right? Yeah, yeah. My dad kept going, they've arrested people for way more. Yeah. So Meg died 24 years earlier. And also she was 24 years old. A lot of 24 is happening. Oh. She was nine months pregnant. She had woken up sick and Scott made her a doctor's appointment. He was taking a bath. And I have questions. I am in no way shaming any man that likes to take a bath. I just didn't know that was a common thing.
1: I think it's very common if you kill someone to take a bath after, male or female.
0: He was taking a bath supposedly before, while his pregnant wife, nine months pregnant, was sick, Uh waiting to go to the doctor.
1: So he needed a reason that there was water in the tub. So that's what he said he was doing but I don't think he probably does normally take baths. No.
0: Do men normally take baths?
1: I have known a few men that take baths. Yes.
0: That's my question. Yes. Do I know them? Yes. Is Oliver one of them?
1: No, not regular baths, but we our bathtub doesn't work. So that is not a good judge.
0: And I don't mean taking baths with a lady. Yes,
1: I'm talking about taking baths
0: solo baths.
1: Right. And like listening to music or whatever.
0: Candles, Sarah McLachlan, the whole thing.
1: (laughs) No one listens to Sarah McLachlan in the
0: bath. Do people do I think they do. And they weep.
1: I watch Real Housewives. It's the best time to watch Real Housewives. (laughs) That was how long ago, by the way, that I actually took a bath because there are no bathtubs that work in my house.
0: But anytime we go to a hotel, you're like, make sure they have a bathtub.
1: Every time. I think that men with sore muscles take baths.
0: That's true. I can totally see an athlete. Yes, baths. And my dad says he would love to take a bath. I do have several pictures of him in bathtubs with our various golden retrievers, which is why he can't run for president. But (laughs) yeah, just wondering. I was questioning. Anyways, again, do whatever makes you happy. I personally don't like baths. We know. I hate them. Yeah, we know. So he's in the bath. Totally normal thing. He loves seeing her walking by, and she's sick. And then he finds her hanging. She hung herself.
1: So he gets out of the bath, comes out, and finds her hanging in the hallway?
0: Yeah, tied to the banister.
1: He didn't hear a sound in the bath? Because he was listening to Van Halen. Okay.
0: So she's sick, nine months pregnant, has a doctor's appointment later in the day, and hangs herself. No, she didn't. That sounds super plausible. She didn't.
1: There's no way.
0: I've never heard of a woman that's nine months pregnant killing themselves.
1: I think it's incredibly rare. I
0: would think it's incredibly
1: rare. And I think that none of this is plausible. And we'll get to how implausible it is later. But like, yeah, from the jump, I'd be like, no, no, she didn't.
0: No. So he says he cut her down and called 911, but she died and so did the baby. It was ruled a suicide. But the cop, Perk, who's looking at him about this fire is like, this does not feel right to me.
1: Mifflin, not
0: Perk. Mifflin. Yeah. Dunder. First name Dunder. The paper person's paper people, Dunder (laughs) Mifflin. The paper person's paper people. Okay. So Dunder Mifflin and Saber. (laughs) Dunder Mifflin and Sabre. (laughs) So it doesn't feel right. He contacts the other police department. It It didn't look right to them back then, but they didn't have any proof. And so they ruled it as a suicide. I don't know if it didn't look right to them. What
1: proof do you need? You need a video?
0: I know. So on the autopsy reports, here's something weird. It looks like a belt was wrapped around her neck. Although he said she hung herself with a rope, hanged herself. I believe it's the proper terminology. So he said rope. I'm assuming he put a rope by her body. Oh, because he said he cut her down. Cut her down and it was a rope. But the autopsy results say that it looked like more like a belt. So that's a huge red flag. Yeah. So in the next few weeks, the police, Dunder Mifflin, interview people who knew him. And we hear this female caller and she says, well, they're swingers. They go to the Holiday Inn.
1: The Holiday Inn off Route 102 or whatever. I was like, oh God, that's like a specific Holiday Inn. A
0: specific Holiday Inn that is very upset they were on the state line. Because if you want to picture anyone swinging in your hotel rooms, it is not Herc and his mustache. Mustache rides in room 601. No, thank you. Yeah, He's gross. He told this lady, so the caller that calls in, she says that her friend was sleeping with him. No. And I was like, your friend? Do you think? Okay, I would do that too if I was sleeping with Scott Perk.
1: That's really funny. I didn't even catch that. You're totally right.
0: I would blame it. I would say you were. i feel like, my friend Katie was totally sleeping with him. Nancy. I thought she had poor taste in guys, but. <laughs> so she's sleeping with him and he told her, and I, it's unclear. I'm guessing she was one of the swingers. Yes. I guess. So again, ladies, raise your standards. Have you seen him? You, just because you're swinging doesn't mean you have to lower your standards.
1: Well, maybe the, slip, the pickings are slim. We don't know. Maybe
0: in that town, the swinging circle is very small. Yeah. Did he have a special deal at the Holiday Inn? Though? Did he have a special room? So he told this woman that he was sleeping with that his first wife and baby, I think he said baby, were hit by a drunk driver. And so he lied.
1: But that's not enough to me, because that's kind of like, okay, I probably wouldn't want to get into it. Like, maybe he accidentally let it slip that his first wife was gone, that he was a widower. And so he had to, like, figure something else out to say rather than, my wife committed suicide.
0: Well, there's this episode of Seinfeld where Jerry breaks up his marriage, his engagement, and he tells the new girlfriend that it was totally uh, mutual. She doesn't believe him. So he starts making up other stories and he gets a panel of waitresses at the cafe and the cook who doesn't want to be there. And he pitches different scenarios. What makes him more or less likable? Like, did she leave him for another man? And one will say, no, more likable. And the other one goes, less likable. And then he finally comes to the winning one, which is Widow. She died licking envelopes for our wedding invitations, which is what happened to George. But that's the winning story that's going to get him the girls. That universally gets him praise on the board. So I think Scott did a similar thing and suicide did not make him as likable. Drunk driver may be more likable. Not sure why.
1: It's more pity, I think.
0: I mean, it's a dead wife is a dead wife. No, it's, it's
1: No, but it, you know, it's not the same thing, but I think it's awful. I think it disrespects her. I mean, more than has already been done because he very clearly killed her. <laughs> right. So, well,
0: so he doesn't go just as far as saying that she was killed by a drunk driver. He says that he, being the hero of his own life, went to the guy's house, the drunk driver, killed him and chopped him up into pieces. How tall
1: is Scott? (laughs) I'm not kidding. How tall is he? He did not seem tall. Okay. So... Not saying that short people are murderers, but I'm saying
0: (laughs) he sounds like he has a Napoleon complex.
1: Yes, this very short, petite man with a giant mustache is complex. That is not
0: well filled in. There's one of those big gaps in the middle.
1: Oh, I think that's on purpose. I don't know. I don't know. It looked totally full and thick to me.
0: In the newer version, back in the day when he was with Meg, it was thinner. It looked more like a 15-year-old boy that was trying to grow out a mustache.
1: I thought that looked thick, too. I'm going to go back and look. That's very interesting. Okay. Thank you. It's important information.
0: The lady is obviously like, we just had sex. Why are you telling me this? Right. You're supposed to say that was great and then leave. I don't know.
1: That was great. I love your hair. It's beautiful.
0: So then we meet Meg's friend, Dawn. Dawn Cracker. And I liked her a lot. And so I'm not going to make fun of her last name.
1: Why would you? It's cute.
0: I think it's cute. I would just say Pollywanna a lot. Oh
1: wow! I didn't even think of that. Are you serious, Pollywanna? That's how you would. That's think what it I would be? change
0: my first name to.
1: Oh, okay. That's funny. Oh, my name's Amber, but you can call me Pollywanna. Oh, see, but you would like beat the joke. Yeah. You could be the most likable person at the party. You'd be the opposite of Scott.
0: Yeah. I think it's adorable. She says that Meg was hippie but reserved. People were drawn to her. She was a poet. Her brother said sometimes her poetry got very dark.
1: Yeah. Oh, we got her brother. I liked her brother.
0: Yes, we did get her brother. Yeah. So Dawn thought Scott was a model boyfriend. He opened doors for Meg. He had a porno stash. He was great. But the family did not like him. And we don't get to know why. And that was bothersome.
1: Really like to know why.
0: They hated him so much that they were not invited to the wedding because, as the brother said, she knew they didn't approve of him.
1: Why? What did he do?
0: Tell us why. Was it the stash? Because that's enough. That's a good enough reason. Just tell us.
1: No, it's definitely not that. That was cool, remember? I don't... He stole something or
0: something. He set something on fire? Oh, maybe. Mm. There was an unexplained kitchen fire. He set the family ferret on fire? That's his M.O. I don't think people had ferrets back as pets. I feel like that's a newer hipster thing. That's true. Sorry, how old were they when they met? Young. Okay. She was 24 when she died. So she got pregnant and she wrote a letter to her grandma about how excited she was to be a mother, but she never got a chance to mail it because she committed suicide. No. Because she was so excited to be a mother.
1: That's not what happens. How is that not proof?
0: I know. So Dawn says she was super excited. She was not going to kill herself. The brother said that she had attempted suicide before. She had locked herself in a bathroom and threatened suicide. Then Dawn admits that she had threatened suicide with Dawn also. Dawn had come home when they were roommates. And there was a note that said, I tried to kill myself with the mini blinds cord. She said that everyone would be happier if she was gone. Why did she
1: leave a note if she left there?
0: I feel like she left it as, here's why the mini blinds are broken, because I tried to kill myself with them. Oh, that's
1: awful. Is that really why?
0: I don't know, because Dawn said she came home and saw that the mini blinds were broken, and then she saw the note. I don't know. It's very sad and very strange. It's really
1: It makes me worried about Meg. I'm worried about her. Definitely
0: makes me worried about Meg. And then she had written this poem And the cop, Mifflin, says that at the end of the poem, it said, it was about this girl. And then at the end of the poem, it said, and then she killed herself. And I was like, I hope it just didn't say that because that's just not good poetry.
1: No, I think it did. I think it was like a prose, like story poem, but she wrote it in high school.
0: To me, it sounded almost like if that letter was not typed, if it was handwritten, okay, If it was typed, I would think Scott added that line because Scott shows them that poem as proof that she was always suicidal, even in high school. Was it one of the published ones? I don't know. She did have some published poetry. Yeah, that's true.
1: Oh, brother. I don't know. That's a really good point, though.
0: Can't you see him doing that? And then she killed herself.
1: The brother knew about it because the brother is the one that tells us that that was from high school. And I was like, okay. also high school, you're kind of raging hormones and things are happening. I'm like, okay, I feel like we can't. You're listening to a lot of Tori Amos. Right. It's not great.
0: It's not great. And the multiple suicide is not great. Yeah. But just because someone has tried to commit suicide before doesn't mean the police don't have an obligation to look into if their current thing was suicide. Because right? how easy is it then to kill someone who has had problems with suicide attempts in the past and then just say they killed themselves. That's not right. Right. So regardless, she had been struggling throughout her life, but it sounded like she was in a really good place then, which makes it kind of triply sad. Yeah, like she was finally in a good place and she was about to become a mom and all this stuff. So no one really believed that it was suicide. And Scott even. T- OK, so Scott's telling we're still in the cop car. We're still literally with Scott in the cop car while well, the fire rages next to them. Yes. And he's still telling all this stuff. And he tells the police he was shocked, too, when it happened that she killed herself. And it changed him and not for the better or I have been changed for good. It changed him into a criminal, more specifically, a ninja burglar. So he says after she died, he became the famous or infamous ninja burglar who terrorized that community years before, decades before, who had been very cleverly nicknamed by the police and the media, the ninja burglar, because he was a ninja burglar. Tell us why. He carried throwing stars and nunchucks. And?
1: He dressed like a ninja.
0: And he, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I, and it, Yeah, I didn't feel like I had to say it. You're right. He dressed like a ninja. Is this?
1: Yes, it is. She was after ice cream sandwiches.
0: If you don't listen to our double date episodes, you might have missed that we, this is our second ninja burglar story in the past maybe month.
1: Which I'm not gonna lie, doesn't feel like a coincidence and is making me nervous that we have moved past coincidence into a foreshadowing situation. So I'm really glad I have Simply Safe. Is that one of our sponsors this week?
0: <laughs> no, but that would be a good lead in.
1: But no, dead serious. I'm worried that it's like a foreshadowing thing.
0: You think that the that Dateline is listening to our double date episode.
1: I'm more thinking just the universe.
0: The universe is sending ninja
1: burglars. Your way, my way, or both of our way.
0: Right. Because everything happens in threes. And so we have two now.
1: Let's just hope the third one is not a real life reenactment. enactment
0: I kind of hope a reenactment actor comes to my house dressed as a ninja burglar.
1: I kind of feel like I'm going to have to prank you with this somehow. And I need to figure out how to do this in COVID.
0: I love reenactment actors. And if one just came to my house, I would probably be like, tell me everything.
1: (laughs) But that's a weird thing to put on Craigslist because I feel like it's asking for something that's not quite what it really is. And I'm like, no, no, it's a joke. It's a joke.
0: No, I legit, legit yeah. And they'd be like, that's code for something. Like you that have you to, want a weird sex Like thing. that
1: somehow you'd wind up dead because they thought it was like, actually, I was paying you $43 to kill my best friend. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I really just wanted to talk to a to it. Yeah. So he said that he apparently... So th- at this point, I got very confused. And I thought he was just telling them that he was this ninja burglar. But I guess he really was. Yes. And there really was this very prolific ninja burglar that had terrorized that. Well, he had done um, over 10 burglaries and more something else. He would sneak into people's houses and watch them sleep.
1: A and e That's what they called it, breaking and entering, where they go inside. It's like a home invasion
0: a home invasion, he would go inside, watch them sleep, and then take their wallets.
1: That's creepier than everything. And I feel like you get locked up for life if you do that. If you watch someone sleep, you got to go away.
0: But if you are, if someone is breaking into your house and watching you sleep, taking your wallet is literally the best case scenario that can come out of that.
1: You are exactly right.
0: Yeah. Like you are grateful that you got one of the ones that just wanted to watch you sleep and take your wallet and not something else. Correct. Not didn't want to wear your face as a mask. Correct. So he had been turned into this ninja burglar because of Meg's suicide. Sure. I'd often heard that the stages of grief involved denial, bargaining, ninja burglarizing, and then finally acceptance. Textbook, really. So- He had confessed at the time and was arrested and was in jail for all of this. Again, why he's telling the cops this while his house is burning and also where his family and what car are they in. So he was in jail for eight years and he used his time in jail to get a degree in criminal justice. So was he a lawyer that got lost his job?
1: What sort of jobs are there if you have a degree in criminal justice?
0: I'm sure there's lots that aren't just lawyers. She's Googling.
1: Yeah, I am. 25 jobs you can get with a criminal justice degree. And then the website is criminaljusticedegreeschools.com. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yes, I, I am thinking about a career in criminal justice. Lawyer, number one. Homeland Security. Homicide detective. Forensic accountant. mm. Question mark. Forensic psychologist. No, that's
0: good. Those are the people that analyze all the bank statements. Find out if there was someone they were paying someone to be a hit man.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Forensic psychologist, criminal investigator, DEA agent, Secret Service agent, FBI agent, forensic science technician. By the way, that was a list by salary. FBI is second from the bottom.
0: I am an FBI agent. And I also work at McDonald's on the side because they don't pay me enough. I make under $60,000 a year. That's not fair. And Is that
1: true? I don't know
0: when that list is from. I would still date an FBI candy. Well,
1: good. Yeah, that's kind of a lot of money. I would, well, I'm married. So no, I would not date an FBI candy. Also, I don't find them as adorable as you do. You just haven't seen the right ones. I would enjoy you marrying an FBI candy so I could get stories that you weren't supposed to know and then maybe I could coerce you to tell me.
0: Oh yeah, I would tell you. You wouldn't. I might not, I can keep a secret. I know, so maybe I would
1: have to figure out another way. I don't know. It's an interesting dilemma. We'll see if it happens in real life.
0: So the detective said he felt like he was telling him all this and bragging about the criminal justice degree that he got in prison for being a ninja burglar. It sort of like negates the really great, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I have a criminal justice degree brag, brag. I got it when I was in prison for being a ninja burglar. Eh, Negative, negative.
1: No, no. He is very clearly also bragging about being a ninja burglar.
0: Yeah, that's true. No, that's 100% true. Wait a minute. Ninja burglar? Martial arts trainer? Question mark. Okay. Giant question mark. Another question I have is, why do we think he killed Meg? Money. Dateline never addresses this. Money. But what about the baby? Did he just not want the baby? Did he not, couldn't afford the baby? Did she have life insurance?
1: Oh, this is a really good question. Dateline
0: never mentions this, and this is a huge plot point. Also question, why didn't he kill it? He never wanted to kill his second wife or those two children. Did he ever have thoughts of killing them in the fire if he was so in debt? If that's what his MO is. Like, there's just a lot of things that don't make sense. Anyway, a year after Perk's house burned down. Another house burned down. It's like a year to the day. It's close around the corner, like a block away. So it's now 2010 and there's a 24 year old. Oh my gosh. What's going on? Intensive care nurse named Amy. She gets a call. Her house is on fire. She lives in a duplex, but it seems to be her side that's mostly on fire. And they immediately ask her who would want to murder you. She's like, what? And they said, don't you smell the gasoline? And she realizes the whole place smells like gasoline. So Mank sits down with Amy and or sits across Zoom from Amy, unsure. Yep. And says, now, are you involved in something illegal? (laughs) Which my dad thought was hilarious. It was
1: cute. What is
0: she supposed to say? I loved it. He cuts right to the punch.
1: It was really cute.
0: And then he says, are you involved in something extramarital?
1: It was very teasy. Like, Amy, tell me the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So something extramarital. And so then my dad goes, was she swinging with him? And I was like, no, Amy, please, God, Amy, no.
1: No, Amy's too smart for that. Amy
0: is, seems too good to be with him. She's a med student. No, she's an intensive care nurse.
1: Still very difficult.
0: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely.
1: Yeah, she's a smart girl.
0: Oh, no. God praise nurses. They are the best angels among us.
1: I'm not saying Tammy's not smart, but I don't know Tammy.
0: Again, I feel like we can kind of say Tammy is not smart because we've never met her, and she maybe it killed a ferret. We don't know. But she is smart enough to not appear on the state line.
1: I am also going to say I'm not sure Tammy is her
0: actual name. Great point. The 16-year-old daughter... We're good for her for not appearing on Dateline, but I do want to hear your story.
1: I want to make sure you're okay, number one. Are you okay? Do you need help?
0: Is the son, does he exist? Is the whole family in witness protection to get away from Scott's mustache, to not be associated with Scott?
1: Did they move out of country?
0: I wouldn't blame them.
1: Yeah. Did they all move to like Jamaica? But were
0: they in on the fire? You seem to think they were in on the fire.
1: I do. I thought that from the jump. I'm surprised you didn't. They're in on the fire.
0: Were they in on this fire to Amy's house?
1: No. This is him being very smart, doing the only smart thing that he does, but it's still, he does it in a not smart way.
0: Exactly. So the police check out everyone in this new house, in this new fire, including the landlady to see if she torched her own house. She didn't. But there's so many things that are similar to the first fire. Which is the gasoline everywhere, which I think happened, but maybe I misheard. But for sure, the gas meter was disconnected, which also happened in the first fire.
1: How are you getting that there was gasoline everywhere?
0: They said to Amy, don't you smell the gasoline?
1: No, they said, don't you smell the gas? I just, I only had... I wrote there was, down
0: gasoline.
1: Because the, I only had that in the second fire, that the time that they find physical gasoline is when they go, what you're going about to tell us. But in the first fire, I didn't think there was actual gasoline, that it was just the gas main. Because gasoline is really obvious. A gas main is a little tiny But they bit. keep
0: saying that the MO is exactly the same. For sure. So that makes me think that the first fire did have gasoline. You're right. So... The gas meter is disconnected. So the firemen can't even stop the fire right away because they have to connect the gas meter so they can shut the gas off. Right. To like help contain the fire. So you're right. There is like a gas situation and a gasoline situation.
1: That's terrifying. Again.
0: Yeah. Also, someone could have died. So they're looking at Scott because it's the same MO and the fire inspector who works with Mifflin.
1: He's in the whole time. He's the other major interviewer. Yes,
0: but they work together well. They have a good relationship. Buddy spin-off comedy, I'm there for it. So he says, look, I'm not the brightest guy in the box. Maybe he said brightest bulb in the box. My dad says he said brightest bulb in the box. And then he got really mad because he's like, if it's a bright bulb, it would be in a socket, not in a box because it has to be plugged into something. And I was like, well, he just said he's not the brightest one. So he mistaked the metaphor. So that makes sense.
1: I thought he said like something about brightest marker in the box or something like that. No, he said bulb. He said bulb? He
0: said, I'm not the brightest bulb in the box, but the lights came on. He
1: mixed his metaphors. There you go.
0: Yeah, he did. It happens to all of us. Oh, yeah. Bright or not. So he says, this is a year later But it's the same time of year. It's one block away from the original fire and the MOs are the same. And he says, arsonists don't usually switch their patterns once they found out what works. He says that what I thought it was, my dad said, oh, this girl was swinging with Scott. And I said, no, I bet Scott did it to show there's another arsonist in town and to throw them off the scent. So that's what they think happened. So I was right. I just want to point that
1: out. I thought it was smart. I thought that too. Katie was right too.
0: We're both smarter than my dad.
1: That's the only smart thing that he does is try to throw them off the scent by starting another fire in the exact same way and being like, I had nothing to do with it. And it's right by the place where my house burned down. See, I don't even live there anymore.
0: But he does it in the stupidest way possible because they drive to his house that very night because they're so suspicious of him. His new house, his new apartment complex, his car is outside, And it's warm, even though it's a cold night. Reminds me of the warm car that he was so chatty in. Mm -hmm. The car reeks of gasoline. They go inside his apartment, knock on the door, go inside. There are muddy shoes and a tank, a can of gasoline. Come on, man. In the living room when they walk in.
1: Does he live there with his kids or is he alone at this point? It's a year later. Are the kids still there? Tammy
0: left him. Please, Tammy say you left him.
1: Tell me you left after the fire and the ferret.
0: Please, I really hope so. And that's why we're not seeing her. I hope so. Maybe
1: she married um, the Taekwondo instructor.
0: Good for her. I wish them a happy swinging life. Yeah. So I can't comprehend the fact that he left the car smelling like gasoline and a can of gas right inside the house. It's like he wants to get caught.
1: Is it possible that he didn't expect them to come so quickly?
0: I know, but that's lazy. Like you just have to go with the, your adrenaline's pumping. You just started a fire. Get rid of the evidence. Unless maybe keeping the evidence is part of the compulsion of being an arsonist that you, like it's a souvenir. Or something. I don't get, I don't know. If you murder someone, you don't wait months and months to get rid of the evidence. You usually get rid of it right away. Unless you're on Dateline and you're really stupid.
1: Hi, I don't know about you, but I feel like we just listened to a case where a body was kept in a refrigerator for months.
0: Three months. Yeah. I said, or you're really stupid or lazy. You know, like your socks are on the floor and you're like, I'm going to pick them up. And every time you walk by them, you're like, I'm going to pick them up. And then sometimes you just scoot them with your foot closer to the hamper and they still are just kind of there, you know? Sure. Is that possible with the gas canister? But it all happened the same night. He's like, I'll take care of it later. I just need to nap. I just want to take a quick
1: nap. I honestly think he legitimately didn't think they were going to come that quick. And so he thought he had plenty of time because he's like, well, this is going to throw him off the scent for a while because he thinks he's real smart. He's gotten away with a murder. I mean, he thinks they're he thinks they're very dumb and lazy. What we're thinking of him. That's what he thinks of the investigators.
0: I also think he's like almost daring them to catch him. Maybe so. Maybe he's still with his family, and he's really sick of his family, and he needs the peace and quiet of prison.
1: Okay, could be like that.
0: Any dad of two teenagers would be like, "Sure, I'll go to prison. I can finally get peace."
1: <laughs> I know. I on. I don't know. I think he's just very cocky. He told the cops he was a ninja burglar <laughs> while his house is on fire.
0: But you know what? Technically, they could have gotten that if they just ran his info, and I'm sure they would at some point. But he's
1: cocky enough to brag about it.
0: I know. And he, he mentioned his wife, but I, I don't understand. He has issues. It's clear. Yes. Are you a mustachioed swinging ninja burglar dabbling in arson? Safe to say you might have some issues too. BetterHelp might be the answer. BetterHelp offers therapy with a licensed professional therapist in the privacy of your home, assuming you haven't burned it down and killed your ferret. Oh, no. Can't really don't think about the fair. With BetterHelp, you can start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, but you can also send a message to your counselor at any time. Like, let's say you're sitting at a cop car after your house burned down and you're feeling the compulsion to keep talking and telling them that maybe you're also a murderer and you're a famous ninja burglar. Message your counselor and they will talk to you so you don't have to blather on to the police. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Counselors specialized in all kinds of issues like depression, anxiety, relationships, being alive in the year 2020. BetterHelp is easy. It's totally affordable, confidential. What are you waiting for? We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash dateline. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash dateline because everyone can use a little... Better. Help! (laughs) Startled me. Thank you, BetterHelp. Check them out, guys. So the police feel like they have a circumstantial case, but not enough.
1: I was like, are you... What do we need? We literally need, like, body cam footage of him, like, (gasps) recording himself running around the fire. And even then, they'd be like,
0: "Mm, I don't know. We're getting closer. Did anyone see him do it? Could the footage be doctored? I don't know.
1: I mean, obviously, we don't know everything that happened in this case, but I feel like we must be missing something big that they weren't able to nab him on this stuff.
0: Maybe. Mm. They feel like they kind of have him on the arson. But they want him more on the murder, too. Yeah. So they feel like they can only get the physical evidence they need in the murder case if they exhume Meg's body to prove it was a murder. Right. And the DA says, are you kidding me? I have 50 homicides I'm working on, and you're literally want to open a closed case.
1: But I think then we have our answer of why that case was closed so fast. Because they have a lot of murders in this jurisdiction. So close it.
0: Close it. Suicide. It could be a suicide. Maybe. Close it. We're overworked anyways. There we go. So they go to Meg's family and they agree. Yes, we can have her exhumed. So they get the whatever to exhume the body. Right. I was very distracted at this point because Meg says exhumed. Like cool whip. Oh, I see. I didn't hear that. And I found it distracting. So... Meanwhile, the fire investigator... Lydell. Like Rydell,
1: but Lydell. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So he is on Perk for the two arsons. On Perk? On Scott Perk. Mm -hmm. Amy, the woman whose house was set on fire, they show her pictures and she has apparently never met Scott. She definitely was not swinging with him. Thank God. Mm -hmm. After 18 months, this is what got me, since Amy's fire... They feel like they have enough to arrest him on the arsons. What? 18 months after the second fire, which was a year after the first fire that he basically confessed to the night of the first fire. Are they just
1: really busy?
0: I don't, or do they just really want an airtight case? You got it. You had it four years ago. That night. I mean, the fire insurance. I
1: feel like you play that for a judge and he's like, okay, yeah, let's get a grand jury in here.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. I guess they're doing their due diligence, which is cool, but... I think they're busy. Like they may be busy. Maybe they have a lot of arsons. So they go to his house to arrest him for the arsons, and they find that he has a, in his car, a cooler full of pop. Ohio. Soda. yeah, Colloquialism. Uh-huh. And his phone has the battery removed. So they think he was about to skip town. Do we think it's Dr. Pepper? Like Lars?
1: Oh, that's a good question. What kind of pop
0: is an arsonist drink? Are there any cans that have flames on them?
1: Mountain Dew. It has green it flames. It seems like it would
0: have flames on it.
1: Yeah, he might be doing the Dew, do, uh, Taekwondo. So hold on a second. <laughs> if why 18 months later, does he now think that he's going to be arrested?
0: Yeah, it's very, he must have gotten tipped off by someone. I don't understand.
1: Okay. So he's got someone on the inside. Also,
0: does this mean officially that his family was done with him? It seemed like he was going to flee alone. So maybe Tam Tam finally got rid of him. Maybe it was the second fire. How
1: kid. old are the kids? Are they all in college? What? Oh my gosh, I don't know.
0: Well, the daughter was sixteen. She's now seventeen, probably. So still in high school, maybe. I don't. I don't know. How we don't old know.
1: We have no zero
0: information. Okay. We don't even know if they're real. <sighs> so, Mank, do you have photos? I need proof. Yeah. So. The detective, Dunner Mifflin, goes to see him in jail and says, I know you thought you were so smart for these arsons, but we caught you. Also, we're looking into Meg's death. And that's when he finally let his guard down and looked like he had seen a ghost. Like he's not suddenly not so smart anymore. So they go to exhume her body. And at this point, I learned that it's perk P.U.R.K.,
1: Oh, I was surprised you didn't mention that from the beginning. Yeah, okay. I didn't notice until this moment. Oh, okay.
0: So the detective says when they exhume her, this is just so sad. He says it was nice to finally meet her. Oh. And she is holding the baby in her arms.
1: Oh, my gosh. I didn't remember hearing that. Uh.
0: <laughs> and you watched it twice. You blocked it out because it's so horrible. Like. It's unreal. It's It's
1: tragedy upon tragedy. That is terrible.
0: So now they have the body, and this time they have a medical examiner instead of a coroner, and the staff seems better trained than they were 24 years ago or whatever, and they have more better equipment, and technology is advanced, and all of that. And the best part is thanks to the amazing embalming that they had done- Her marks are all still on her body. Like the skin is still there. And you can see the marks and the bruising, which is incredible because it's been like 25 years. So the belt marks go around her neck and they go down her back, like she's being strangled from behind. And there's a bruise on her lower back, which they think was from his knee as he was strangling her. How did they miss this? Again unsure. And even the detective is unsure how that happened.
1: Oh, that's rough. And they have to like be kind because these were actual detectives that work this case and not make them look too bad. I'm glad they didn't have one of them on though. That would have been real rough.
0: So they go to the house that it originally happened in where Meg originally died. And apparently it has not been worked on at all. It looks straight out of the 80s and the railing has never been repaired. Hmm. So it's exactly as it was. And they the railings are totally smooth, like no one has ever hanged themselves from them. They tie up a dummy using rope and they cut it down like the way he would have had to. And just the cutting down and the rope causes this indentation in the soft wood that's there. And there were no marks there. They have footage... From the night of it happening, and there was no, there were no marks. And the railing has never been replaced. So that's not great. They use clay to recreate the marks on her body, and it doesn't work with a rope. But when they do it with a belt, it works perfectly. So Scott pleads guilty to the two arson, which is interesting, but not really so considering he confessed to being the ninja burglar.
1: I wonder if he thought he was going to get off easy because no one died. A ferret. But no, you know what I mean. A human did not die. So I wonder if he thought that pleading guilty was kind of the only way that he would get some leniency. I'm wondering why he didn't try to fight it. Yeah, it is odd. He's kind of arrogant.
0: He is. That's why I'm surprised he did it.
1: I'm surprised that he did.
0: I would think he'd like to go to trial and go on the stand. and. Me too. That's why I'm... shocked.
1: Exactly. That's why I'm... Part of the reason why I'm surprised, too. I don't know. That's weird. Okay.
0: Did they offer him a really good deal? Is he single at this time? Because that would help convince us. Like, maybe he felt like, I guess I can go to prison for these two arsonists. I don't have a family at home. I don't know. Tammy, we would love to hear from you.
1: Yeah, if that is your name, Tammy. If you are a Tammy.
0: So he goes to trial for murder because he pleads not guilty. We meet his defense attorney. Wait a minute. How
1: many years did he get for the arson?
0: Unsure. I didn't write it down.
1: Oh, okay. I think he got, from what I remember, he got eight to 15 years.
0: Yeah. So he goes to trial for the murder. We meet his defense attorney. People on Twitter had feelings about him, but I really had no feelings about him. I don't know. He had a comb over. Maybe they found that interesting. Oh. I didn't have many feelings. I had
1: zero feelings on him.
0: Yeah. And normally I have strong feelings about the defense attorneys.
1: Yeah. He seemed kind of benign.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's just seemed very uninterested in the case.
1: He's just doing his job. He was
0: a self-appointed attorney. Not to say that they don't care. They really do care and they have to work really hard. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think that he was just kind of frustrated. His client was guilty. He's pleading guilty.
0: Right. And he had basically told the police he was guilty many times. So he says, well, Meg had a history of suicide and the original coroner got it right. Doesn't work. They find him guilty. He gets 15 years to life on top of his arson sentence.
1: Why does he only get 15?
0: That's crazy. He killed not only his wife, but his unborn child, who was nine months, about to be born.
1: I feel like he should get much more than that. But it was also a judge trial because the judge gave him I or no, maybe it wasn't. They said the case was five days, and then the judge handed down the verdict. I thought is what Mink said. I think they just had a judge trial. I think he chose not to do a jury.
0: Well, maybe he just meant the judge announced the verdict like the judge normally does. You know what I mean? The jury
1: four person doesn't announce the verdict. Is that in a movie?
0: The jury doesn't always get to decide on sentencing.
1: Oh no, it said he handed down the verdict, so guilty, not guilty. I thought that makes it the judge found him guilty.
0: I don't know. Yeah. In the movies, they pass a piece of paper to the judge and then he reads it and then they pass it back to the poor person. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. And they read it. But that's only in the movies. I don't know what happens in real life. I've tried to get on juries many times. I never get picked. I'm sorry. I know. But I've heard from listeners that it's a terrible, horrible experience. So I'm kind of I think it really can be. Yeah. Yeah. So he only gets 15 years to life. I'm putting a symbolic extra five years on for the ferret. I have no authority to do that, which is why it's a symbolic five years. But I'm hoping he finds out.
1: Why is he given 15 for two people is my question. Because they did charge for the unborn child.
0: I don't even understand. I mean, he also has the arson. So hopefully he'll be in for at least 20. But it's not enough. He should have gotten life.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right.
0: Yeah. Sure. And that is all we have for this story. Why did he talk so much? Because he's an idiot. Because he likes to hear himself talk. Because he thinks he's so smart. He just needed a friend and Tammy wouldn't talk to him. She was busy eating orange chicken with the martial arts instructor. If he had not talked, none of this would have happened. Like he maybe would have been caught eventually for the arson. You're right. If they had just, again... Obviously, the first set of coroners, they made mistakes. And I really liked Lydell. But if he had done a quicker arson investigation in the first one, Amy would not have lost her duplex.
1: But there's something that we're not hearing about that. There's a reason they take so long. I don't know why. Maybe there's something that can only happen after a certain amount of time. There must be something because he seemed like a really good investigator.
0: He did. He totally did.
1: Here's what's weird. Why did the people doing the initial suicide investigation on Meg, the banister seemed like the biggest giveaway to me. How was that overlooked if she hung herself from a banister?
0: Great question.
1: She's also pregnant. So she weighs more than a normal person would at that time, right? I just, that doesn't make any sense. Why there'd be no marks on the banister?
0: And we're saying not over the railing. It's like going down the stairs. It's like towards the bottom of the stairs on the banister. So you'd kind of just, once you just like... Fall onto the stairs? Right. The rope would have to be very short for you to not just have your butt on the stairs.
1: What they showed us was that her body was on stairs.
0: Yeah, it was literally on stairs. Not
1: over the empty... Living room or wherever the
0: correct right over the railing of the banister, the like not a balcony, but you know, it onto from the top floor down to the bottom floor.
1: Let me ask the question, why did he make that up?
0: That's a great point because it's much more plausible that she would do it over the actual railing that would lead to the foyer or
1: whatever. So he's dumb, he's really dumb, like supremely stupid.
0: I kind of think he's just supremely stupid. I think that's it. I can't, it's such a half. way to do it yes
1: it is it's putting zero thought into it it's like whatever comes into your head first man that kind of thinking
0: and then why would you say it was a rope if you did it with a belt and then swap out the belt with a a rope i mean this was before dna and stuff
1: i would like some psychology behind scott perk please
0: and if we had gotten an interview with him that would have been so much better yeah what i understand they can't because of corona or maybe he wouldn't have agreed to it. Maybe he wouldn't be allowed to. Whatever. I want to see him talk. I want to see that mustache in action. What do you think? Do you think he talks like this? See? <laughs> I don't. I want to know. My first wife. I'm a widower, you know. Okay, I don't know.
1: Terrible. He doesn't talk like that. Excuse
0: <laughs> me. All right. He's a gangster with the Napoleon conflict.
1: What do we got? Do we have? I know we have Twitter because I heard you mentioned Twitter. So I'm excited. So let's roll through these really fast. B-roll Bonanza. Cityscape cemetery lights uh, at night what else that's all i got cops in their natural offices we got that i'm surprised we got any of that yeah but we did but they were all from a distance
0: you No know, close-up shots i hope those camera people were in like bubbles like the boy in the plastic bubble i wonder
1: i'm sure they have taken many precautions on day they have
0: i've seen pictures online they're all wearing masks oh yeah
1: here's the other thing that i thought I feel like if he had started talking or they have found out that he was a swinger, that would have boded well for the arson because his number one problem happens with the first question that they ask him in that first fire. Who wants to hurt you? Who wants to kill you? It's the first question they ask him. And he says, nobody, no one, I have no enemies. Letting the cops know that he's a swinger would have been like, okay, jealousy.
0: But that maybe would have thrown suspicion onto his wife And maybe he does like his second wife, Tammy. No, Scott likes Scott. That's true. Then he should have thrown the suspicion right onto one of his children.
1: That 16-year-old. That's awful. Who
0: maybe forgot the ferret. Somebody forgot the
1: ferret. How did everyone forget the ferret? Where's the ferret?
0: They have other pets? ferret died.
1: I know, but they got saved. Other pets? Yeah, I don't like that.
0: You saved that recipe of your baba ganoush, but you forgot the ferret.
1: I'll tell you what, there was an earthquake here last night that the ground zero point was very, very close to my house.
0: Oh, yeah, it was. Are you OK? Yeah, I'm fine. But it did that. We like, have so many earthquakes. I don't even ask.
1: No, it did like that crazy shake where you didn't know it was bad. And then like your whole like your neck snaps back. And I was like, oh. And so Oliver and I were watching Glitch on Netflix, which is pretty decent Australian show. And then it's good. You might like it. And the cats are like in various points in the room, and like both Oliver and I jump up from the bed, and I like leapt for Danny, grabbed him because he's in a he sits in this high drawer, and I like grabbed him out.
0: Like your sh- instinct was to protect Dan Dan.
1: Yes, I was shouting directions. And not the other cats. No, I was yelling at all of them. I could just only grab. He was the one that was next to me, so I grabbed him. Bruce jumped off the bed the other way. And I'm like, Bruce, downstairs, downstairs. Ulysses, downstairs. Like I'm yelling directions like at all the cats to get down. I'm like pushing them with my feet without kicking them. I was like blocking them from going back to the other hallway. I was like, no, no, downstairs. Because
0: I didn't. Why were you to go downstairs? I didn't know.
1: I thought that if the roof collapsed in, at least maybe we could get outside, which is probably not the smartest thing. Honestly, I was thinking maybe the garage.
0: See, I'd rather be on the second floor and then you ride down to the first floor, somehow still survive. But if you're on the bottom floor, I feel like you're crushed from the top. Oh,
1: I just wanted to be away from stairs and near an out point. We had no out point upstairs. And also there are windows in that room are the biggest windows. And I was trying to get away from windows. So I was like, move. But that was my first instinct was to grab that cat.
0: They didn't think of the ferret. I know. It's not like this wasn't planned. You had everything in your car. Poor Jeremy. He just
1: died. That little Jeremy the ferret.
0: And then they forgot. I know. Jer. I missed it. Missed that ferret. I'm upset.
1: Okay. Anyways, what else you got? Titles. Yep. Do you have any good ones?
0: The Ninja Burglar.
1: Yes. <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh, Oh. yeah. It could have been called that. You're right.
0: Liar, Liar, Pants, and House on Fire.
1: Oh, because of swinging and ha.
0: Ho- ah, Clever. Ferreting out the truth. (laughs) I didn't get there. That was good. It makes me sad and the joy brings me back. Laughter is the best medicine for grief, except becoming a ninja burglar is one of the stages.
1: Yeah, now we know. Oh, I actually wrote down ninja burglar.
0: See, it would have been a great title.
1: I don't know why I wrote a blaze of gory. I don't know, burning secrets. Oh, I was trying to get somewhere with mustache match for like a swinging site. I couldn't get there.
0: Mustache mash.com.
1: Could be a moustache bouche <laughs> and then the fiery perks of a swinging lifestyle.
0: I like it. Okay. It's beautiful.
1: But ferreting out the truth was brilliant. Good job. Thank you. What does Twitter have to tell me tonight?
0: Okay. We haven't had Twitter in a long time and there wasn't a ton of it, but we'll go through what we have. I'm excited. I know. Hopefully next week when it's the season premiere, Twitter will really fire up. Okay. Sorry for the pun. Brenda says that mustache looks like it was made on an Etch-A-Sketch. Rayford said, is it the mustache that gives him the guilty look?
1: Yeah, and it's the weaselly little eyes. He kind of looks like a ferret. He looks a lot like a ferret, actually. People like that should not own ferrets, by the way.
0: Well, I was asking people on Twitter, like, what does he look like? I can't put my finger on it. But to me, he kept looking like Bruno Kirby from When Harry Met Sally and the Cowboy movie.
1: Yeah. City Slickers. He has a baby face. So what about like a 17 year old Bruno Kirby with full mustache? Yeah. Okay.
0: Jero says the ninja burglar strikes again would be an amazing headline on the cover of USA Today. <laughs> Can you imagine the local papers? They actually probably did say ninja burglar strikes again.
1: I'm sure they did. The ninja burg Is it strikes? What does a ninja burglar do? They... Chops. Yeah.
0: Karate chops. Chops. I feel one. like I'm mixing up martial arts. Yeah,
1: I feel like I am too, so I'm going to be quiet.
0: Yeah, I don't mean to offend anyone. I don't either.
1: I don't know what the motion of a numchuck is called. If it's called, you don't nunchuck someone. Swish, you... swish,
0: fish. Swish, swish, ninja. <laughs> Chris says, I thought Dateline was good when they mentioned the ferret, but then they say ninja burglar. Hashtag impressed. <laughs> he also said, or he or she, the ninja burglar should team with the wet bandits from Home Alone to create a crime super team. Yes, Kaisler Soze, we've missed you. Oh, Holiday Inn, Trey Classy.
1: That's right. Holiday Sin.
0: <sighs> there we go. Ergo said, am I wrong or does anyone else think the caller went to at least one orgy? Yes. I think the caller is not the friend. I think the caller was deep in that group.
1: You have got me convinced. I can't believe I didn't pick up on it. Yeah.
0: Randy spelled strangely, says, <laughs> and how many men take a bath? Okay, I had that same question too. But again, no shame. I'm not at all like genderifying people. I just am extremely curious.
1: I think it seems by the movies that more women take baths.
0: Right. And so I'm curious to know, is that a lie that has been taught to me by Hollywood? Or is that accurate? I'm going to pull...
1: You're going to poll our male listeners and find out. Yeah.
0: And find out. Chris said, even 80s porn stars are saying Scott is giving 80s porn stars a bad name. (laughs) I'm going to show you the picture that Chris posted because it will show you if you can see.
1: Oh, there it is.
0: The patch in the middle that is missing.
1: Nailed it. Yep.
0: It almost looks in that picture like part of it, other parts is patchy too. Yeah, it does. Trey Pache. Trey Pache. Corey says, I can't wait for Kimberly's comments on the porn stash. Yep. I feel like Katie really held the candle.
1: No, I just brought it up before you did because I didn't want another situation like with the mullet porn stash guy who like literally had one picture and I never saw it. And so then the whole time I was like, which guy?
0: (laughs) What are you talking about? And I made a whole episode about it. Yeah. Tanya Turner says, Scott looks like a little mustachioed bug tiny little bug head.
1: Yes, absolutely. I could not agree more.
0: Yes. Tom says, why does Scott's mustache look like it was drawn on with magic marker or an Etch-A-Sketch? They should get together.
1: It's a grape allergy. It causes patchy hair loss.
0: Is there any truth to that it was back hair that was glued onto his face? Is Scott weird enough to do that?
1: No, that takes like spirit gum and stuff. no, no. <laughs> No one's doing that. So he is
0: weird enough. He's just not talented enough at stage makeup.
1: Right. He didn't know where to buy the Ben Nye kit. (laughs) Couldn't figure it out.
0: (laughs) Brett says, police. Mr. Perk, what was your first name again? Perk, I'm a swinger and my wife in the 80s killed herself, maybe. And I'm a ninja burglar. And did you get that ferret? Police. Uh, (laughs) Ergo said, y'all just don't understand the ninja code. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I did, though. Sable Genius said, "Of course, no one saw Scott. He is a ninja, after all."
1: Oh, that's true. They didn't see anyone. That's why they couldn't arrest him for forty years.
0: Uh huh. Ergo said, "I just don't think a ninja would have that mustache, but would we know? Because it's covered by the ninja suit."
1: Oh, wait. Why wouldn't a ninja have that mustache?
0: Because they're too classy. Says who? Ergo. Oh, okay. You disagreeing with Ergo?
1: No, I guess not. I just felt like you didn't. You never know what's under a ninja mask
0: yeah maybe they have full lumber sexual beards yeah maybe you're somebody's sister
1: and you just want an ice cream sandwich <laughs> you didn't remember that it was her sister
0: i forgot it was her sister who had a drug problem that's so sad yes it was that absolute bex says scott looks like something between a car salesman and a foreign dictator
1: oh okay foreign dignitary or dictator
0: well, Natalie Bannon, our good friend, said Saddam Hussein when he was younger. Oh, okay. I can see that too. Hmm. Or like one of those Saddam Hussein lookalikes from Arrested Development.
1: No, he's too short. Yeah, you're right. He's a petite gentleman, not a gentleman. He's a petite man.
0: Sally says, Whoa, the exploding duplex made me very confused. I was good through the murder, the fires, the swingers, the ninjas, and a ferret. The duplex got me.
1: Oh, why? I don't know. It scared her or got her confused?
0: I think it confused her. keisler they said, one thing that doesn't suck about 2020, Josh's handkerchief game. Correct. Yeah, we didn't even mention it.
1: Also, keisler Sose doesn't listen to us because he said handkerchief. And that makes me sad. And I wish you hadn't read that tweet.
0: He knows who we are. I just don't know if he listens. He would have said hanky. Hanky.
1: I'm bummed out now.
0: That's Life says, Dude looks like an evil elf or a bad leprechaun. I just included any tweet that it had to do with what people thought he looked like because I couldn't put my finger on it. He was just one of those strange looking people.
1: Yes, I agree, though. I do agree. An
0: evil elf or a bad leprechaun. He looks
1: like a little boy. He has a young boy face. And then when he grows up to a man, he still has a little boy face. So it's confusing. It's like a Benjamin Button. Something's wrong. Not a Benjamin Button. You know what I mean. I can see that. Can't do it.
0: Lastly, Lucy said, I like that his mustache is a tribute to a walrus. Very clean, very crisp. I can see that, too. Was
1: it a walrus stash?
0: Yeah, I guess so. It varied from picture to picture.
1: I would like to see him without it, kind of. He always had it.
0: Yeah, he never not had it. That's what the ladies loved.
1: I would really like to see his upper lip and know the secret because there's something... Maybe
0: he doesn't have one.
1: There's a secret behind that stash.
0: Do you think it's a tattoo, a face tattoo, that reveals his deepest sin?
1: I think maybe he has no lip, no upper lip. Like, his no upper lip at all. Like, it's very thin.
0: I said maybe he didn't have one, but I meant more be like he had lost it. It was amputated at some point. Oh. Like it just went from his nose to his lower lip. Is the mustache a tattoo?
1: So if you shave the stash, is there another mustache underneath that's tattooed on?
0: You know, like those eyebrow pencils that have real fibers in them? Yes. That I keep seeing on Instagram.
1: Are you talking about the mascara or the...
0: No, eyebrow pencil that has fibers in it. Not a pencil. The brush? No, it's a pencil. It's a pencil that fills in your eyebrows and it has real fibers in it. So it fills in your eyebrows. I just keep seeing it on Instagram. A pencil that does it? Yes.
1: I don't know how they would do that. I've only ever seen the brushes that do it.
0: That have fibers in them? Yeah, it's
1: a mascara. And then they have ones for eyebrows that are brown.
0: This is a pencil. That's not natural. So what if he does that with his... But he's been doing that since the 70s before that technology even existed.
1: I see what you're saying. I'm sorry. I have to look up eyebrow pencil with
0: fibers. (laughs) You don't believe me, do you? I've
1: never seen a pencil. So eyebrow pencil with hair fibers. Oh, it's a marker. Okay. They're calling it a pencil. No, it's like a pomade marker thing. It's just in a pencil shape. Sorry, I couldn't figure it out. It's like
0: a pencil to me.
1: Can you send me the thing? Because the only ones I'm seeing are like, pomade pencils how does a pencil have fibers in it that's hurting my head I don't
0: make the technology
1: all the fiber extenders I'm seeing are pomades brow extension fiber eyebrow pomade but it's in the shape of a pencil it's from Maybelline
0: look at this one brow this way this 100% looks like a pencil
1: yeah yeah
0: and it says on the side of it eyebrow pencil with fibers that's not true Pigmented pencil with integrated fibers They're
1: lying to you They've lied
0: to us all. It says pigmented pencil with integrated fibers. Kimberly they can't say integrated fibers if there are no fibers that are integrated. But
1: you need this is, might be one of those instances where you're believing something that someone's telling you. I'm going to buy one of those pencils though.
0: You're saying rimmel is that how you pronounce it? is lying: It's
1: exaggerating the truth. And I'm going to buy that pencil and I'm going to write on my hand. You just don't
0: want to believe that I knew about something involving makeup that you didn't know. That's
1: not true. You can be right on this. I just don't believe that I'm going to, I want to draw it on my hand and see if fibers come out because I have fiber products and they have things that come out when you use it that fills. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to see if this is just. I've seen it on
0: Instagram. And
1: fibers came out or just color? Both. Oh, I got to see this. Yeah. I'm going to order one. I'm curious. I want to see this fiber pencil technology. It got four stars. Got a lot of stars. I'm going to try it. Fiber pencil. Okay. Prove me wrong, fiber pencil. I'm expecting a <laughs> lot. And I may owe you an apology. Prove that
0: I knew something about makeup that I never use because I don't know anything about makeup.
1: I hope you're right.
0: I'm just on Instagram a lot more than you are. That's all it proves.
1: I don't know why you're getting makeup ads, though. That makes me think you're looking up makeup. No, never. Oh, all right. I have no idea. That's very strange. They're giving you another try. They're like, let's send her a makeup ad one more time. (laughs) Let's
0: try. Her mom really wants her to wear makeup. Her friend wrote us and said, could you try? She needs a push in the right direction. Oh,
1: I do. I do not care. i Many times I was like, ah, I wish that I didn't like makeup. It's quite a habit. Quite a habit to have. Thank you everyone for listening today on this fine day in this year 2020. We appreciate it. We're happy that Dateline's back with some new stuff. We're happy to see Josh again.
0: I needed Josh.
1: Yeah, Josh is the hero we all need.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Especially this week. Hang in there, everybody. And you can find us on...
0: Twitter, Instagram, along with your Fiber ads, and Facebook, and check out our Patreon, where you can get an extra episode every month, along with a YouTube live chat. And the most important thing that you can do to help us out is free is leave us a review on apple podcast and share and retweet our posts and tell a friend
1: tell a friend also if you haven't already please register to vote
0: and please wear a mask and with that mm-hmm. bye everybody bye keep those stashes under wraps <laughs> keep those stashes under masks is is that the 2020 slogan <laughs> should the center for disease control use that or would that turn people away
1: perhaps scott mustache refuses to quit why did i write that you're welcome i thought for
0: a sec you were like hoping mank would get a mustache and that's too much a mank with a hanky is animus moose mank moose a moose dash mank hanky i don't i'm sorry i just had a glimpse a a glitch in the my synapses there for a second I need to power down for a second. We're going to (laughs) restart. He's a pilot from the 60s.
1: (laughs) He's a time-traveling pilot. Nailed
0: it. But for a local, generic, budget-friendly airline. Yeah. Okay. Something like Econo Flies.
1: Mustache Flies mustache rides
0: cheap flies no don't say mustache rides
1: why it would be like a funny play on words and it was a swinging it it could be like a swingers plane oh all ties together
0: and he's the pilot that keeps trying to get in on the swinging and they're like can you just stick to the cockpit please
1: adam i don't know if you could leave any of this
0: (laughs) just put it at the end